0: We are asking the question, should our schools be teaching our children how to manage their finances? It's an idea in the works in New South Wales. So in addition to straight maths at school, what if we teach them the skills to save, manage finances and even invest in the stock market? The New South Wales Treasurer is devising a financial literacy scheme and Dominic Perrottet has held meetings with maths education guru Eddie Wu and Barefoot Investor Scott Pape to get some advice on the scheme You know Eddie Wu? He's a Sydney high school teacher, best known for his online mathematics lessons, which you can catch on YouTube, but he was also Australia's local hero winner last year. Very happy to say that Eddie is on the line. Eddie, good afternoon. Thanks so much for your time.
1: Uh, It's great to speak with you. How are you?
0: Very well, thanks. Tell us how this came about. Did you just get a phone call out of the blue from the Treasurer?
1: Uh, Look, it wasn't exactly like that, but it's been wonderful for me to have the privilege uh, over the last couple of years, as you mentioned, um, as an educator, to sort of be on the front foot and at the table um, when there are conversations like this around how our education should be, you know, influencing and supporting our young people, um, especially as the landscape changes. And, you know, if there's one thing that, you know, the issues with banking and finance have taught us recently, it's that you can't ever start too early in teaching young children the skills they need.
2: Eddie, can I just rewind you really quickly? Just looking at the results that we got last week when it came to our education standards here in Australia and the fact that we are far behind other countries where we should be at least on par, if not ahead, what do you think that's down to? As a teacher, as someone very experienced in this field, why are our Australian Mm. kids behind?
1: Yeah, look, there's a huge number of issues here. You've got to talk about the complexity of it, and you can talk. You can sort of mention that there's a lot of um, trends when it comes to technology, um, which has been both a boon for learning, but also a real trouble when it talks about, you know, the impact that social media and increasing amounts of screen time have on our young people. But to go to a really simple direction that we can have a look at for the last twenty years, um, you know, we've been talking about our performance in uh, mathematics and science, uh, particularly in addition to reading, and it's a really plain fact for the last. 20 years, we've had a real dearth, a real lack of uh, qualified, uh, passionate mathematics and science educators. And so that shortage has resulted in a lot of people teaching without a qualification in that particular field. And so I don't think there's that much of a surprise there. Honestly, these results were not something which um, caught us um, off guard. We've been watching this for some time and we really know there's a lot of work to be done there in supporting students with um, teachers who have a mathematics or a science degree teaching the subject that they have a discipline for.
2: Is part of that now adding in finance? Is is that an area that you think we need to focus on more as part of a maths curriculum?
1: Mm, Look, when the Treasurer mentioned this to me, um, I was really delighted because finance is already a critical part of what students learn in mathematics now from kindergarten to year 12. We talk about handling money. We talk about earning money and savings and uh, superannuation. So these are all existing parts of the curriculum. But one of the things that's really important is that we don't teach mathematics or any discipline for that matter, in isolation from the world around us. So I know, for example, um, I didn't study economics when I was in year 11 or 12, and I had to learn a lot of those lessons and how the financial world works um, after school. And so I think this is something which we increasingly, especially in this sort of global economy that we all live in, it's something we can increasingly not ignore. We really have to put some time into it.
0: So what was your advice to him then? If we are teaching a lot of those things, uh, was it that we do need a specific financial literacy program? What what did you advise him?
1: Uh, Look, I'm in support of anything that enables our students to see the value of what they're learning and the practicality of it. Uh, I think that there's been a lot of attention paid to uh, increasing our um, students' performance in uh, standardized tests, but we haven't paid as much attention to, well, how are they actually using that from day to day? And so often some of the tests that we use, we have to be very careful about whether they actually have real-world application or not. So my advice is really, because we're in the early days yet, um, to really very carefully consider a financial literacy program like this Something which I saw when I was um, as host of ABC's Teenage Boss, which is a show all about financial literacy, is that this is something which kids are not encountering. Even when I grew up, I saw my mom hand over physical cash when she went to the groceries. Uh, and now, of course, you know, you and I, we probably pay just with a piece of plastic or just even with our phones. So kids have to be uh, you know, encountering the reality of money in their everyday lives because this is something they're going to absolutely need as they grow up and move into this new financial world.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Just quickly, it's uh, almost kind of, you know, would have blown you away, I would imagine, that the government rang and asked for your opinion, because one of the big criticisms when it comes to both federal and state is that they don't consult or ask people's opinion who are experts. Mm -hmm. So were you surprised?
1: Uh, look, it wasn't, it wasn't the phone call I expected to get that day, and to come and meet with the Treasurer uh, was a really wonderful brief opportunity to bring the voice uh, and the perspective of an educator there. Um, I hope it's a sign of things to come, because we all need to be working together if we want to introduce programs like this that are effective.
0: Eddie, do you think it's the role of teachers or parents?
1: Uh, I think the answer to that question is yes. I mean, there's a clear <laughs> Both. responsibility. Yes, yep. um, you know, I, I myself as a parent know that I'm, I am my child's first educator and every parent has that responsibility. Um, but there's certainly things which I know that um, from a school point of view, um, I have expertise and knowledge that I don't expect parents to have. So I mm. think it's uh, a place where education is a partnership and there's no um, shirking of responsibility from either side there. We really can't afford to do anything but work together uh, in supporting our children in this way.
0: Wonderful. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, and we'll chat to you again soon.
1: Thanks so much. Enjoy your weekend.
0: Thank you. That's Eddie Wu there. I guess you'd call him an educational guru. He's a Sydney (laughs) high school teacher, and he's known for his online mathematics lessons published on YouTube.